everyone. Welcome to Mercy Talk. I am one of your hosts, Melanie Wise. And I'm your other host, Jen Otero. Mercy Talk is presented to you by Mercy Multiplied, a nonprofit Christian organization that is committed to seeing hope restored and lives transformed through the love and power of Christ. Since 1983, Mercy has helped thousands of young women break free from life-controlling behaviors and struggles through our free-of-charge, biblically-based residential program. That's right. And Mercy's outreach activities are designed to educate, equip, and empower men and women of all ages to live free and to stay free. So on Mercy Talk, we want to tackle real-life issues and everyday struggles that affect our lives by applying the same biblically-based principles of freedom that we've seen effectively change lives for 35 years. To find out more, go to mercymultiplied.com. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Well, happy December, everyone. We are so glad that you've joined us here at Mercy Talk as we kick into the last month of 2018. Mm. Crazy town. Here we are. And so as we had just prayed and talked about what would be just kind of helpful to do, we thought we would just spend this next couple of weeks doing just some Christmas devotionals, encouragement, things that we just love from pastors, speakers, just kind of a quick little thing for you to listen to, to be encouraged, to be reminded what this time of year is really about. Mm -hmm. And then honestly, try to get back to the list of things you have going on in your Mm -hmm. world. And so we're each going to kind of take turns each week sharing some things that are in our hearts that we enjoy. Um, and we're just really glad that you've joined us. And so happy December. It's going to be a great one. So today Mel is going to kind of lead out. And so take it away, sister. I mean, so I know we mm-hmm. talked about, um, let's look, all find our favorite Christmas devotional. Yes. And literally just share from that. I mean, it really did come from that place of like, what do people most want or need yeah. at this time of year? And I know for me, it's like, I just need somebody to kind of continue to remind me That's what right. we do this for. That's mm-hmm. right. <laughs> yeah. And before I forget, Rachel Thomas, who yes, is our new outreach partner in crime around here, yes. is here with us again today. She's yes, been she on is. and off, but we just are so glad Rachel's back with us Thank today. You, so if you hear a third voice, that here. is who you are hearing. Who is that? <laughs> who is that person? Yeah, it's, it's Rachel. Yep. Yep. Y'all texting now. That's me. So I, anyway, I know that like we talked about finding a devotional that we really like when our favorite Christmas devotionals to share. But one of the things that I always go back to is this one specific Christmas Eve service sermon that I I wasn't there for, but I've heard it recorded by my very favorite teaching pastor, Matt Chandler. Mm-hmm. Anyone who knows me well Bring is like, it. oh boy, here Melanie goes on Matt Chandler. <laughs> no, it's good. I'm like always quoting him, always like, well, what Matt Chandler once said. Anyway, Matt Chandler is the pastor at the Village Church in Dallas. Dallas area. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Area. They got multiple campuses around there now or whatever. But Matt Chandler actually used to go to school in Abilene, Texas, where I went to college. And he led a Bible study there during my first three years that I was at ACU. He led a Bible study in Abilene and it was just phenomenal because he's, awesome. he's just an incredible teacher. And then he left us to go to DFW to, to kind of basically try to revive this church. Anyway, I still regularly get my dose of Matt Chandler. I'm I'm always joking about usually it's when I just need a good punch in the face because mm-hmm. that's what he's really good at. Yeah. He but helps you track like, with it. And you walk away going, thank you. Like, I needed that punch. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, yes. I um, there is a Christmas Eve sermon that he gave one year. It was actually back in 2007. Um, but it is just so good and it just always brings me back, I think, to just the heart of this season. And so I'm really just going to kind of like 
read it. Go girl. I'll try to be as, listen, it's going to be impossible for like the Matt Chandler inflections not to come out in this because I can hear him (laughs) saying it. No, because I've listened to this so many times. But basically, you know, he talks about how much he just loves this time of year. And, and he talks about, I mean, whether you're religious or not, there is something like that everyone can see that really shifts in our culture at this time Mm -hmm. of year. And, you know, there's really nothing like it. Like no matter what genre of music you listen to, all radio stations programming shifts at this time of year. And it's either just all in Christmas or it's like, you're going to get a good sprinkling of Christmas, like no matter what, you know, and there's lights on houses and there's fake reindeer in people's yards (laughs) and there's blow up snowmen that are like actually bigger than some people's houses. What in the world? I mean, bless all of you who do it, but insane. Um, (laughs) but there's like all of these different things that that begin to happen that occur at no other time of the year. And all of a sudden, like we're eating foods. He's like, I love it. He's like, we're eating foods that we don't need at any other time of the year. I mean, like so think about some of the things that you eat at like Thanksgiving and Christmas that like, mm-hmm. if you were like, you know, let's make a Turkey in June. <laughs> yeah. Like no one, you know I mean? It's yes. just, it's fruit these cake. things that are so, Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, like sorry. I'm going to give someone a fruit cake yeah. for, you know, their mm-hmm. birthday in April. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it's just, yes. it's these things that happen at no other time of year. Food, decorations, music, all of it. And then he says, but here's my fear that for all of the tinsel in the trees, for all of the presents and the pomp, he says pomp, pomp, P-O-M-P, pomp. Uh, for, for all of these lights and family coming in and food to be eaten for all the stuff that we have going on for all of the shadows. If we're not careful, then we're going to miss the form. Mm. And if you see the shadows, but you miss the form, then when everything is said and done, you just got a Tuesday afternoon yeah, or whatever day Christmas is on. Right. I don't know what it is this year. I'm forgetting. But um, he's like, you know, you'll have more trash than normal. You'll have a little more debt than normal and you'll have a dirtier house than normal. But besides that. That will be just what you have. If you empty this thing of the depth and you stay on the surface, I think you really suck the life right out of it. Mm. And so then he kind of starts, and I'm not, I'm not going to do the whole like 30 minute sermon here, but he starts talking about the miracle that is Jesus Mm -hmm. and, and how in Colossians one, it says that all of the fullness of God dwelt in Jesus. And that in Mm -hmm. and of itself is an absolutely unbelievable statement that all of the fullness of God dwelt in this little baby Mm -hmm. because scripture tells us like in the book of Job that all of creation, all of creation is but the fringes of his power. Wow! So that means that everything you can see from the stars to the Grand Canyon, which I don't know if you've ever been to the Grand Canyon, but you're just like, it's, it's just, it's unreal, you know, from the mountains to the oceans, all of these things are but a slice and a sliver of the majesty and the glory of God. But the scriptures say that all of the fullness of that majesty dwelt in Christ, in Jesus, in this little baby. And so, I mean, you're going to see it even a few times in the New Testament when Jesus does these things like command the wind and the rain and they obey him or he like curses a fig tree and it shrivels up and dies. Mm, Or he tells a little girl that's been dead for a day to get up and she listens. It's like, all right, cool. Like in each of those instances, Matt Chandler talks about how people stop walking so close to him for a little while because the majesty and the might and the glory and the power of God is too much. (laughs) And so it's, and how it is fully in Jesus. It's fully in this baby. It's fully in this person. But he talks about, here's where it gets so intriguing. Powerful things usually have a tendency to struggle with gentleness. But in Jesus, you have the fullness of the majesty of God, but you also have the gentleness, the humility, the meekness, the forgiveness, 
and the love. Wow. And he, he references Matthew 12, um, 18 through 20, which is actually referring back to a prophecy from Isaiah that's about Jesus. And I personally, I looked up the passion translation of this passage because that's what I do with all of scriptures right now. I'm like, Me I want the passion. Yes. What does it say? And so here's what it says. And this is talking about Jesus. Take a careful look at my servant, my chosen one. I love him dearly and I find all of my delight in him. I will breathe my spirit upon him and he will decree justice to the nations. He will not quarrel or be found yelling in public. He won't brush aside the bruised and the broken. He will be gentle with the weak and the feeble until his victory releases justice. Mm, And another version, which I'm sure most people have heard this version says a bruised reed, he will not break. And a smoldering wick he will not quench. So this immense, majestic, powerful Jesus wouldn't break off a bruised reed, but he would hold it until it was healthy. And he wouldn't snuff out a wick that's smoldering, but he would cup his hand and blow until it's relighted. Mm -hmm. And just the gentleness um, of who he is. And so he talks about, you know, basically this is the enigma in Jesus is absolute sovereignty over heaven and earth and yet complete obedience infinite majesty and infinite meekness, complete self-reliance and utter obedience to God the Father, the fullness of God dwelling in Christ, majesty and mercy in the same space. Wow. Oh, that's good. Oh, so good. I love it. So he says he stands behind all things, in all things, through all things. Christ is the form that casts all of the shadows. And so if you can get that, then you've got weight and depth and beauty specifically to this season. Mm. And so he says, if all I see on Christmas mornings are the decorations and the food and the gifts, that's a pretty good morning. If all I get is the joy of being a giver and the joy of getting, that's a pretty good morning. But what if in the middle of all of that joy, I'm reminded of Jesus's words in Matthew 7, where he says, if you then who are evil know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your father who is in heaven give good things to those who ask him? Now, all of a sudden in that moment, it's more than a new sweater. Mm -hmm. It's more than a tree. It's more than presents. Now, all of a sudden, there's something deeper. There's something divine in the room. All of a sudden, something so ordinary becomes so spiritual and vital. And I... I love this part because in only the way that Matt Taylor can do it, he gets super sassy. He's like, listen, just on social commentary here, if there's not something behind this, it's the weirdest thing in the world. (laughs) Like if there is not something behind this, then we need to slow down and go... I just cut down a tree and drug it into my house and threw lights on it. <laughs> he says, I buy my kids stuff all the time, but for whatever reason, I just freaked out and bought the whole store. Right, right. Yeah. I just risked my life to hang lights. Ooh, There's a true. fake reindeer on my lawn. Like if we've got to come to grips with Why? a lot of weird stuff, yes. if there's not something behind all of this and there is. And so, you know, he says, I'm not railing against consumer consumerism here. I'm just telling you there's deeper waters in which to swim. And so he ends it by saying, this is my hope for you, that we might be able to just see him, see Mm -hmm. him in the presence, see him in the tree, see him in the tinsel, see him in dinner, see him in the leftovers later that night, Mm -hmm. see him in the car, see him on the radio, see him that we might drink deeply because that's what we were created for. And if you never see Jesus, but only see the shadows, then all of the weight is gone. And so he just ends up by saying, may you see past all the shadows to the form and may you see his beauty, depth, and meaning behind everything. 
And so I, I just feel like I always have to go back to that because I feel like sometimes at this time of year, we can get so caught up in like, it's all bad. Mm -hmm. Like if it's not about Jesus, it's all bad. Right. But I love how much he, he brings to life. Like, no, the Christmas tree is, Mm -hmm. is good, but you got to see the depth and the meaning under all of it. The the presents, the new sweater, it's fine, but Mm -hmm. also see the depth and meaning. And, and so I just think sometimes, I don't know. I, I've seen it happen where it's almost like there's a guilt behind like, well, don't talk about snowmen because that's a fictional right. character right. and it's not Jesus because then that makes snowmen evil. Or I don't know, like yeah. whatever mm-hmm. it is. Yeah. And so like, yeah. no, no, no. It's just understand the depth mm-hmm. and meaning and beauty underneath all of it. Mm-hmm. That's like roaring underneath yes. all of it. And if you miss it, you miss all the depth. Yes. Well, and it's the spectrum is what you're hitting on. There's this idea that either I'm totally on one end and I'm not paying any attention to Jesus and I'm full into consumerism or I'm on the other end where everything has to be about Jesus. And if it's not all about Jesus, because Jesus this is the reason for the season, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. then I can't Christmas. enjoy work right. yeah. where there's a balancing place in between. Cause I, I don't know about y'all, but the Jesus I know, like sometimes in visions or things that I'm talking with him, I see him with the confetti cannons and fun things yeah. where I'm like, yeah. he enjoys yeah. celebrating. Yeah. It's the huge time of year for us to celebrate the yes. fact that he chose to come to earth and eventually died and was resurrected. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it's the full circle of even that celebration. Mm-hmm. And so to be people who are in the middle, who love the holidays and enjoy it and have mm-hmm. lots of lights and ugly Christmas sweaters or whatever it may be. But always, like you said, Mel, it's such a good reminder to come back to the real guts of Mm -hmm. what this is about, but not feeling like we have to overly spiritualize it either and make it evil or bad if it right. doesn't have Jesus plastered to it all the time yeah. either. Right. Do you know because what I mean? Because he is in and all, yeah. like in all things, through yeah. all things, under all things. Yes. And so when we can recognize that, it brings everything yes. to life. Yes. And I think it makes it even richer too. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, you're oh talking about goodness, the re- yeah. the redemption part or the, just the, you know, people go, oh, well, don't talk about the, um, I mean, you've especially it with Santa Claus. Yeah. But here's the crazy thing about Santa Claus is that St. Nick, who the character of Santa Claus came from, was actually loved the Lord. In fact, mm-hmm. he loved the Lord so much, he left gifts to the poor and to orphans. So mm-hmm. what better way to point back and say, he was being the hands and feet of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I just, I agree. I think too many times we get in this place of, well, you need to, you know, no gifts and only, you know, mm-hmm. just, I, I don't mm-hmm. know. And I think like, Number one, where's the joy in that? But number two, every good and perfect gift is from the father of lights Mm -hmm. and he's redeeming all things. Like you said, he's working all things and Mm -hmm. he's in all things. And I just, what better way to really see the gospel in his redemptive hand than Mm -hmm. to, like you said, look at the form. And not yeah. just the shadows. Yeah. So. To yep. come back to the heart of the matter. Yeah. It's so good. That's why I love good. that channel, y'all. Amen. Preach. <laughs> Preach, sister. It's good stuff. <laughs> well, we're so, so glad that you guys could join us today. And um, we hope is that we hope as we get closer to the Christmas season that uh, these words have meaning and that they add some value to your mm-hmm. um, to your life and that you're able, like Mel said, to see the form and not the shadow. Mm-hmm. So we hope to, to talk with you guys next week and, and join us as we dive more into the Christmas season. We hope you enjoyed the show today. If you have any thoughts or questions about what we discussed, or if you'd like to share your ideas for future podcast topics, please let us know by emailing us at mercytalk at mercymultiply.com. And if you're enjoying Mercy Talk, be sure that you go to Apple Podcasts to subscribe and to leave us a five-star review. We also want to remind you that Mercy Multiplied and Mercy Talk are funded solely by donors, and we are so thankful for the support of so many people all over the country and even the world. So please consider supporting this free programming by giving a gift at mercymultiplied.com. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Mercy Multiplied. Thanks for listening today, and we hope you'll join us next week.